0: Just a quick thought. So at the beginning of the gospel it says, Jesus is journeying, right? Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. So you have to have that image in mind that Jesus has just done. He's taught, he has cured diseases, he has done exorcisms and this crowd has seen this. And so you could imagine their life that may have been dull on some level before having encountered Jesus, the Lord, the Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, are now kind of being hit with electricity. And there's an eager expectation in following this guy from Nazareth who is doing mighty deeds and doing things that maybe none of them have ever seen before but have heard about. And then you come to this other town, city called Nain, and there's another crowd And this is a crowd in mourning because this woman, a widow, has just lost also now her only son. So you have like, in a sense, two worlds colliding, one with this excitement and eager expectation, maybe a little bit of fear and hope and electricity and following this man from Nazareth. And then you have another crowd, a large crowd in mourning in a somewhat a darkness because of the suffering of this lady. And then Jesus shows up with all those other people who are excited, and these worlds collide, and he tells this young man to arise and come back to life, and he does. And now you have strangers who are no longer strangers, because they have something in common besides being human. They have have seen and witnessed a major miracle and something that they maybe will never see again in their life, maybe, unless God wanted them to see another person come back to life. Maybe this is the only one they're ever gonna see for some of them. And by nature, naturally, they're gonna go and tell people about it. And they're gonna take that electricity that they felt and saw and the life they're experiencing, and they're gonna just tell people. And so you could imagine they go back into the surrounding regions, into the towns, and you just go up to somebody at like the bar, so to speak. And this person could be drinking and smoking and just living their just normal day. And it's like, I wanna tell you something amazing I saw, something godly. And you could imagine a person who is just in suffering, just kind of going through their day, who knows what has happened to them. Maybe their car didn't work in the morning. That would be us today. Maybe their donkey didn't work, okay? And it's just a bad and hard morning. And so if you're gonna come tell me a story, it better be a good story and it better be true. Don't give me any tricks, no jokes, because I'm having a hard day. Well, you know that woman? Yeah, yeah, maybe God doesn't exist because her only son died. Well, let me tell you, he's alive now. You better not be joking with me because I'm this close to saying God doesn't exist. You better not be joking with me now. The stuff we've heard about in the past, it's real. Those things with Elijah, people coming back to life, that's real? You're telling me you saw what we've read about and been taught as kids? That's real? Come and see. Because Christ would be working through these people evangelizing, and in the depths of these people's hearts who are being evangelized, who didn't see it with their own eyes, he is speaking to their hearts now, come and see, you're free. Everything you desire and long for, that's good. I will fulfill, but I can't force you to come and see. But I'm inviting you to come and see now. In a sense, come to church. Come listen to the gospel. Come meet the people who have faith and are excited because they've encountered Jesus and come and see. Baby steps. Jesus will take you by the hand where you're at but make a step forward and he'll meet you there. Because it's a lot more than a physical body coming to life. A physical body can come back to life and somebody can say, I don't want you, God. But if a person says, I want you, God, then the spirit is coming to life. And that's a much bigger deal than this man or Lazarus coming to life in their body. It's a much bigger deal. Night and day comparison. Because the will to choose, free will, the power, the intellect and the will are located in the soul. They're not in the body. That's a big deal. And so we encounter Jesus today and we go before him honestly and humbly and say, Jesus, I want to look at you now face to face, bare in my soul. And I want to answer you now, Lord. Are you really Lord of my life in every aspect? Are you Lord over every thought and every desire and every action? And when I fall, are you Lord over my sins? And do I hand them to you in my misery? Are you Lord in my life? And if you're not, grant me the grace to surrender and lay down my crown and let me look at your crown and let me share in your royalty and your kingship and your power in your goodness in your healing in your power to love and forgive others and in forgiving them and showing them compassion and mercy as you show us they have hope and come back to life mary cover us with your mantle help us to have the confidence and the power and the trust that when jesus says